Coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, it's the new year and a new era for Cougar Hoops as BYU tips off Big 12 Conference play this Saturday with Cincinnati in town. We're looking ahead to a big night at the Marriott Center with Coach Pope and Noah Waterman next on BYU TV and ESPN+. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried & Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. There we go. Hello. Thank you. Happy New Year. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, for another edition of BYU Basketball with... Mark Pope, your weekly look inside the Cougar Hoops program. We are live and on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps and, of course, on ESPN+. Coming up on tonight's first show of 2024, we will recap a non-conference finale, a win over Wyoming this past weekend. Tonight's Deep Blue focuses on mental health with women's hoopster Heather Hampson. Noah Waterman will be our live in-studio guest. We'll have a game night segment with Coach Pope and Noah and preview BYU's long-awaited Big 12 opener with Cincinnati on Saturday. Well, with BYU's next win, Mark Pope will earn his 100th win as BYU head coach and his first win in Big 12 conference play. Please welcome back into Studio C, the head coach of your Cougar Hoopsters, Mark Pope. Hello. Good to see you, as always. This is what happens when there's no show during the holiday break. Yeah. All the energy gets pent up. Yes, you know? I love it. Thank you guys for being here. <laughs> Super fun. Great audience, and Happy New Year to you. Thank you. You too. Yeah, here we are in 2024, and uh, BYU sitting at uh, 12 wins going into, into Big 12 play. A lot of good feelings. How are you feeling? I feel great. You look good. Life black good. sweats look tonight? I went all black, but I went with some nice, fresh, white you, uh, you guys know how to clean your uh, Air Force Ones? Anybody know the secret to clean your Air Force Ones? What is it? Because I want to know, too. This is why you come to this show. Practical knowledge. Baby wipes. They're magic. You take a baby wipe to these things, it, it, it'll give you, like, an extra two years with your Air Force Ones. It's, it's so awesome. Nike, the greatest shoe in the world. Mm -hmm. Corporate sponsor, yes? Yes. yes. Good plug. Nice plug. That's great. And so if nothing else, we leave with knowledge tonight. This is excellent. <laughs> well, you know, it may be a new year, but there's nothing new about the way we begin this show. Just like the swallows returning to San Juan Capistrano, <laughs> we return to this simple question each and every week on this program. So what do you have tonight? Seriously, that's the greatest intro ever. Isn't it the best? Ever. It's the thing I look forward to most every week. It is the yeah. greatest intro ever. <laughs> uh, okay, I got two things. One, and I warned Greg about this. So, uh, today, what is today? Thursday? Thursday, they say. So, at once, every, once a week we have to do, we, we get to do, we get to do a press conference. And so we do it before practice. And to try and soften up the media, we bring Crumble Cookies to, Crumble Cookies also a sponsor. We bring crumble cookies to every press conference to feed the media. We feel like full stomachs make them kinder writers. <laughs> and so the cookies got there late today, so we had some extras. So Tyson Jex, our uh, incredible SID, was carrying them around. And they ended up down at practice on the bench. 
And so I was so excited for practice. Like I'm trying to focus on practice day, but I'm seeing that pink box over there and I can't wait to get to it. And so I race over there right after practice, empty. I look around, sitting right in front of it is Greg Rubel no. wiping crumbs off okay. of his. <laughs> yes, yes. I was in the vicinity, <laughs> but I could be tested tonight. I've got no crumble in me at all. It was, I know who it was, yeah. but it wasn't me. <laughs> so my second thought of the day um, is uh, I'm reading um, uh, President Nelson's book, Heart of the Matter, an incredible gift from the Archibald family, which I'm so grateful for. I'm almost done. So every time I finish a book, it's a miracle, actually. <laughs> and I love it so much. And um, I thought I'd talk about one of the things that we do on our team that's super important. So uh, President Nelson, one of the, the, the I mean, is if there's a human being that's lived a more extraordinary life, like it's just breathtaking. And such an incredible leader. And um, so, uh, so uh, a couple years ago, a year and a half ago, he gave an incredible talk about gratitude, yes? Mm -hmm. So on our team, um, every other day maybe after practice, we will get in a gratitude circle. We all put our arms around each other and um, we'll, we'll be in the circle in a huddle like this. Everybody that's affiliated with practice and we'll go around the circle and kind of talk about what we're grateful. So I thought it could be super fun to do it tonight on the show. So everybody down, out of your seats, and we're gonna just, one big, no. So I'm gonna ask for like four or five courageous people because this is such a, a great human exercise and we need to make the world a better place and the way we do that is by remembering what we're grateful for. Could I get a couple of people to raise their hand and stand up on national television and say their name and say what they're grateful for. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. Okay. When you're in charge, I feel great about everything. Do I everything. have any volunteers? Just make sure you speak nice and loud. In the pink BYU hat, which I love. Stand up, say your name. My name is Kimberly. And what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my family. Okay, I love it. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you for sharing. This young man in the fire blue uh, BYU sailor cap. Um, Wait, stand up, what's your name? Okay. Being here. Yeah. You and me both. I also am grateful yes. for being here. <laughs> Anybody else jump in here? Yes. I am grateful to have a great head coach who represents this university so well. That's very kind. Hey, you tell us your name. Keith Holdaway. Keith Holdaway. Very nice. And we can do a couple more. I, it's your chance. Yes. I think I have a cougar on my shoulder. That is yeah, you awesome, do. actually. It's not a wildcat. I'm going to cry. It was, yeah. it was so much. It was so fun to come here and watch basketball at BYU. Mm. It was it was amazing. Crescent shows and yeah. and and it's even better. Mm. So I love you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's we're all been blessed by this te these teams and these great players and coaches and institution that's here. One last person. I, I know someone's dying to do this. Yes, right here. Okay. Uh, so I'm Christian, and I'm grateful. Probably for my dad, he's like the most influential person in my life, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, thank you so much. That's really great. Uh, okay, I know you're dying to go, let's go. Um, my name's Griffin, and I'm grateful for my family. Amen, brother. Attaboy, Griffin. I love it. Thank All you, right. folks.
We were recently in a gratitude circle, and Andrew uh, um, Feger, Coach Feger's son, um, is spent a lot of the Christmas break at the gym because he loves to be there, and so he spends all day there with his dad. And he, they're a diehard Green Bay Packers, and he came this day decked out in Green Bay Packers gear. And so we got in the gratitude circle, and it was Andrew's first time being in the circle, and he's 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 pretty young, and. Uh, and so it, someone called on him to say what he was grateful for, and he just said, my dad. Everyone expected him to say the Packers. He <laughs> said, my dad. And Coach Feger, who has no emotion whatsoever, I kid you not, he teared up. It was actually beautiful. It's so healthy. Like, it's a beautiful thing um, to remember what we're grateful for. It just makes the world better, man. It makes us all feel better, and it's, it's, a, it's an incredible gift to do it, and it's great counsel from the prophet, and I love the whole thing. What are you grateful for right now? I'm grateful for Greg Rubel. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm grateful for Greg Rubel because I've been at a lot of different places, professional and college, and I don't know if there's a person that does this better in his job and that is more devoted to his job for not just being a profession but being more than a profession, which BYU is. It's really, I'm super grateful for you, man. Wow. Well, I'm the fortunate one. I'm the blessed one. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Well, uh, yeah, a little basketball. Uh, yeah. Phase one of our season, let's say, is in the books right now. Yes. A really strong phase one, too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I'm, so, I'm really proud of our guys. You know, we talk about, we've talked about this for the last couple of weeks, but um, our guys have forged an identity, and it's really important. We're about to do the hardest thing that BYU basketball has ever done, face the most challenging conference season that BYU basketball has ever faced by a million miles. And... Um, and, and we're gonna rely on our identity. When things, get, uh, when things get weird or things get tough or things get scary, um, it's a matter of like holding strong to who we are and how we believe in playing this game and how we're successful playing this game. And we're gonna be challenged and it's, it's awesome. The fact that we walk into this having a firm identity, I think is gonna be a real gift for us. You use this, it's a simple, it's a simple two letter word, but there's a lot in it and you use it a lot. You say, let's, be us. Let's yeah. play like us. What does that mean for people that have seen you play? They go, I think I know. Yeah. What, what, what is us? Yeah, so us is, is like it's a list of things that our guys are so tired. They're not tired of hearing, but they, they would say the same things. It's us on the offensive glass and defensive glass in a unique way. It is all five guys, every single possession, getting a hit on the defensive glass. That's it. It's all five guys. On the offensive glass, it is all four guys every single time being accountable to their teammates to go push on the offensive glass, every single time. And there's a list of it, and most of the things that are us on our team is not about an individual doing it, but it's all five guys doing it together, and that's where we're gonna find space to win. Standing toe-to-toe -to -toe, uh, in a one-on-one -on -one game is gonna be really hard for us. It's just not who we are. It's not, it's not what our team is. But if you give us a chance to go five on five, which a lot of times ends up being us five against their three, or us five against their two, or us five against their four, uh, we can do some damage. And, and so uh, we have a long list that we know very well that we just encapsulate with those words about being us. Okay. Uh, one of the guys that is going to join us, or you, again, uh, hopefully on the weekend, is Fuseni Traore. It's yeah. been six weeks without Fus. Yes, we missed him. <laughs> we miss Fus, man. Uh, he's, he's, he's been a fixture in our program for the last two and a half years. 
And uh, this has been the longest stretch we've been without him, and he's such a key uh, piece to uh, not just our execution on the court, but our spirit in the locker room and in a huddle. And we're grateful to – I mean, he, he had a full practice today, so we're keeping our fingers crossed we'll have him Saturday. Okay, that's great. And you are getting ready now for the Big 12 grind. It is here, uh, 18 games, and they don't – they're not all necessarily quad ones right now. More may join the fray in terms of that category, but they're all going to feel like that quad one uh, gauntlet you've got in front of you more, more nights than not in this league, and it starts on Saturday. It's um, yep, it's a it's a it's a daunting list, but it's really great. Uh, we're going to all have fun doing this together, and um, we're going to go through some some great times and some really scary times and some times like man, could anything else go worse? And, and that's the fun of this journey. And we'll come out the other end, and it's going to be really special and. And it's going to be our first foray into growing into, into the, the, the program that we've always dreamed we'd have the opportunity to be. Before I get to the Wyoming highlights from the weekend, that was our last game, uh, start the week and I, and I see you, uh, hear you chatting with John Rothstein, one of the, one of the nation's most uh, preeminent basketball writers. Uh, you're on Jim Rome uh, the next day. A lot of people are taking note of BYU basketball right now. Yeah. Um, that's because a lot of people are suspicious about us, I think. <laughs> A lot of people are suspicious, like, is this, is this crew really real? And, um, you know, there, of course, there's a lot of attention because we're going to the Big 12. There's a lot of attention because, um, because probably uh, a lot of people underestimated what this group was capable of doing and what these guys were building. Um, and there's a lot of um, anticipation just because of, of how our team has done what they've done so far, which is pretty spectacular. And, and um, and so I love it. Like, um, this is what, you know, we talk about this sometimes. Um, one of the things, BYU athletics is really important, and it means a little bit more than basketball. It just does at BYU. It's just a little bit more than basketball. It is. There's no way to get around it. And, and um, the fact that we get to be highlighted right now, um, doing the things the way we're doing them with the guys that we're doing them with is actually pretty great. I love it. Um, I think it brings people hope, and I think it brings them encouragement, and I think it brings them um, um, wonder and anticipation. And <laughs> like all of us are wondering yes. what's going to happen. These are all great words. I love it. It's fantastic. BYU enters Big 12 play with that 12-1 and record. The Cougs played their final non-conference game this past Saturday night home to Wyoming. Let's check out the highlights and stats presented by Intermountain Health. And there were a lot of highlights to watch in this one. Ali Khalifa, he's getting into the three-point game now. Yeah, yeah. Ali, who does not love Ali Khalifa? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we see Atiki at the rim. This is a very, very important part of our game. Um, is is Atiki really uh, having an air? He gives us an aerial attack that's really, really important. And Wyoming had to start honoring it as we went through the game. Atiki going seven for ten from the field was great. It was really wonderful to have uh, Jacks back in full form. And Noah Waterman, of course, we're gonna have him on tonight. But he's been he's been incredible. Just a, another incredible team effort. That was the end of half number one, and Noah kind of began the second half the same way, uh, banging threes, and uh, he's been tremendous. Yeah, uh, you know, Noah, I thought, was unbelievable in all facets of the game. He was great on the glass. He was great shooting the ball. He was great protecting the ball. And, and you know, when Ollie gets the ball, everybody is running around because they're like, he's going to pass to me and I'll be wide open. <laughs> 
ends up being the recipient, does Ali at the end of that sequence. Yeah. And look, we'll see this pass again, how he sees him in the corner. Look at this whip. Yep, yep. He, he surprised all other eight players on the, <laughs> on the court. Yeah, it is really fun. And then and he got to, again, he got he dishes and he also receives. That was Trevin's one assist to Ali. Yeah, Ali had five to Trevin. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed like a not fair trade. Trey Stewart hitting a big shot in the corner, very reminiscent of really the game turning three that he hit against North Carolina State in transition. Uh, Trey's been great for us, and, and Richie Saunders just, um, I mean, his progress has been incredible. Uh, he just is, uh, he's just growing so fast before our eyes. His motor is relentless. Uh, he's been really special for us. He's gone 12 straight games shooting 50% or better from the field. As a team, BYU's 53% against Wyoming and uh, you know you never take for granted 14 for 32 from three but that's who you hope to be yeah yep it's it's an important part of our game the 32 being more important than the 14 actually and and so we're really happy to stay above 30. And interestingly, both Cincinnati and BYU come into this game Saturday having out-rebounded all of their opponents this year. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati is the number one defensive rebounding team in the country. Uh, they start a seven-footer who's, who's uh, ridiculously vertical. He plays about 11 feet. And then a 6'11", super talented player who's um, really effective from beyond the three-point line and in the lane and everywhere else. Uh, they are a massive problem on the glass. It's going to be a huge challenge for us. And, and, uh, but we're going to say the same thing about yep. every team for, seven, for 18 more games. It's going to be the same, same verbiage. Yeah, watching Wes Miller's press conference earlier this week, the Cincy head coach, and he said, you know, BYU's a great team. And this he goes, I, but I think I'm going to say this 18 times. Like every game you get into in the Big 12, you have a similar profile. Yeah. All right, as we break, this is your reminder that your day-to-day -day Cougar sports play-by-play -play happens on BYU Sports Nation. Join Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan weekdays at noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. When we come back, Deep Blue will profile BYU women's hoopster Heather Hampson. And Noah Waterman joins us live in Studio C when BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues. <laughs> BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is presented by Siegfried & Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years, and Intermountain Health, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. And welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Well, having a mother and two older sisters among the biggest names in Cougar hoops is something that BYU women's basketball player Heather Hampson is proud of, but emerging from their shadows to make a name for herself has required not only physical strength, but mental fortitude as well. This is Deep Blue tonight with BYU hoopster Heather Hampson. Teresa Spalding Hampson, one of the best players to come through here. She was a four-time All-American at BYU. She holds the school record in block shots. She also played overseas after she was done with that. Jen Hampson, absolutely. I mean, an All-American in volleyball and in basketball, like you don't see that a ton. I don't think BYU knew what was coming at him when she came. I actually trusted my mom from the beginning, but I don't know why I always fought her opinion for the longest time, but she was right. I absolutely loved it. Loved playing basketball and volleyball and then you know, my siblings always came to games. Watching Jen play was really cool. She was dominant. And she sort of set her parameters and she went and took pole sports, took the basketball program as far as they'd ever been to the Sweet 16, and then took volleyball to the finals, to the championship match. Even Sarah, uh, she was a big force here. Sarah played for the volleyball team and the basketball team. On the basketball team is where she really shined. And she challenged Teresa for the block shot record. 
And Sarah went in to try and see if she could best Jen. And then there's me, living my best life. <laughs> I mean, growing up, I was always perfectionist. I wanted everything to be perfect, and I wanted to be the perfect person and live up to the family expectation of doing good in school and in sports. That has uh, hampered her because the perception, yeah. right? There's six foot seven mom, there's six foot seven Jen, there's six foot six Sarah, and here comes six foot three Heather. Oh, she's short, even if she is a Hampson, doesn't really look like a Hampson. Is she really a Hampson? You know, we spend endless days answering fans. Yep, that really is one of ours. Growing up, it was just kind of shoved in my face of like, well, you're not tall, so like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna be different? I think it was really difficult for me as a parent to, to see it going on and not really knowing how to help. And a child doesn't always come to you and a child doesn't always respond to you as a parent telling them, well, you're really good. She would make comments like, well, well, you're supposed to love me. You know, you're supposed to think I'm wonderful. You're supposed to think all of these things. But she didn't think of them that way herself. Wanting to be perfect was still such a mental strain on me during school. And so that just kind of made myself isolate myself from everyone. It just, I need to focus on being the best in my sports and in school. But because of that, I was just so depressed and had so much anxiety and was not in a good place mentally in my senior year. In high school, we realized that it could be debilitating for her and it could cause some things where she just wasn't moving and going where she wanted to go. Having a mental breakdown every other day, that was normal. And so I remember my mom, you know, nudged me. She's like, hey, how you doing? Do you want to go talk to someone? I'd be like, what are you talking about? I'm fine. Like, I don't need help. And then I remember the turning point, I think, was when I was in the car with Sarah. And she talked to me, and she was like, hey, you're not doing good. You should go listen to mom, like, go to therapy. And she's like, this isn't normal. If you're happy, you wouldn't be breaking down all the time. And so I was like, OK. You know, I think it's important to talk a little bit about um, mental health as well. And I think that it's been something that people don't like to talk about sometimes. And I think that um, when they hear that it's okay and accept it and those kinds of things. After about like two months of going, I started to see a big improvement. It was really helpful because I was going into summer term for college coming up. And so I think I probably wouldn't have survived if I was still in that mental state coming out of high school. Time came to make decisions about college. You know, Heather's playing high school volleyball and basketball, starring on both teams, doing really well. Getting offers to play both volleyball and basketball at a variety of schools. But BYU was not nibbling. I wanted to play at BYU, and so I think that kind of was hard, though, because I didn't really have a backup plan if BYU didn't work. That's just her dream, and that's what she wanted to do. And so that's what she did. She went after it. And Coach Judkins said, OK, we'll take a chance on you. Don't know if you're really any good, but we'll take a chance. I'll let you be a walk-on. She redshirted her first year, which I thought was smart. Again, another sacrifice where you're never going to get on the court and you're a walk-on, so you're signing up for just being a practice player. And she worked really, really hard for Jetty and made great progress and did some great things. She 
earns everything that she's gotten. She's earned a scholarship for me for the last two years, and I love that she just comes to work every day. She's the first one in the gym, the one on the days off, making sure she's getting shots up, so she's always working to get somewhere. Even though everybody expects this, you know, all-American approach to it because of who her family has been in the past. Whether she's the tallest in her family or the smallest, it really doesn't matter because of what she adds to our team. There's a price to be paid to win, and Heather Hampson continually pays that price and does what it takes to be successful. So there's no doubt in my mind that on the court, off the court, success is going to follow her. I think that I, in the last year, I've seen leaps and bounds with her. She's just been far more willing to take those risks and work hard to get where she wants to be and gain that confidence. For a while, I was just accepted the fact that I'm just a Hampson and that's all I'll ever be, and I am, and I'm proud of that. But I am Heather Hampson. I am my own person, and I think it's important that we all recognize everyone as who they are and not group them with whatever we might categorize them in. Wonderful story. Thank you, uh, Heather, for that. Uh, you and Leanne are the parents of all girls. Yes. Girls who've played athletics. Girls who are attached to the Pope family name and all that, Carrie. Yeah. So as you watch this, yeah. does it resonate with you a little differently? Yeah, it's, it's uh, like families are special, man. And legacy families at BYU are really special. And there's a lot that comes with it also. And, and, and um, you know, these young people are growing up in more complicated times than any of us could probably possibly imagine. Is me being old and you being semi-veteran, right? And um, and 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 uh, and it's 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 um, it's something that they're fully capable of dealing with too. But it's it's great to have help. All right, thank you, Coach, for that and for Deep Blue. Well, our in-studio guest tonight has taken his game to new levels on practically every level. As a shooter, scorer, and rebounder, and leader, Noah Waterman has boosted his numbers and the Cougars' fortunes in the process. Please welcome back into Studio C, Noah Waterman! <laughs> The 93, you like it? <laughs> it's my lucky number. Why is it your lucky number, 93? 93, uh, one of my brothers was born. Uh, did you, you did, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get it in what this is for a long time, so no. <laughs> and speaking of uh, uh, brothers, siblings, you've got, you have nine, are you the youngest of nine, or do you have nine siblings? Uh, so I'm the youngest boy of nine. Of I nine. got a little sister, everybody else is older. Wow. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of you. Yeah, a ton. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them have seen you play in person at BYU? Any? In person? Yeah. Uh, my mom and my brother that's closest in age to me uh, saw me play last year. Okay. So when your mom came out, she, he came with her at the same time? Yep. Okay, right on. Um, okay. Uh, do you have any letters that link all your names? Like, are you all N's or something? Are you all over the place? Uh, it's all biblical. Okay, so, yeah. let's go. Well, uh, top to bottom. <laughs> top to bottom? Yeah. So it goes Seth, Heath, Hannah, Josh, Rebecca, Josiah, Benjamin, me, and then Elizabeth. That's wow. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did Coach make sure that you were going to be in black sweats tonight? Uh, yeah, we kind of coordinated no, it, as you can see. We just, we just 
just here, man. We're just right now. Noah, welcome back, by the way. You've done this before here. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe year one as a BYU Cougar to year two as a BYU Cougar from your personal standpoint? Uh, year one for me, uh, a lot of ups and downs for me, uh, but we got into the gym a lot, me, coach, and our, our whole team, and just worked on everything, our chemistry. We went to Italy and built a lot of chemistry, and it's really showing uh, this year. So You're from Savannah, New York. Mm -hmm. uh, you played at Niagara. You played at Detroit. You eventually made your way this far west. Uh, now that you've been in Provo uh, for a couple of years, uh, how would you describe the, uh, the adjustment of lifestyle from East Coast to where you live to, to living in Provo now? Uh, it's a little different. Uh, the weather's kind of the same, except in New York, it's super snowy. So <laughs> I kind of don't miss the snow. Uh, but other than that, I really love Provo. Uh, the people, uh, the atmosphere, the fan base is amazing. So Teammates? The teammates, yeah, I can't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this group feels like a special group, and it feels like the fact that you've been together and got to stay together is a big part of that. What's the value of having a group that, for the, more, for the most part, is kind of who you were last year, just a year older and, uh, and wiser altogether? Uh, I think it helps a lot, and it's been showing on the court. Uh, I think it really all starts with like the chemistry, like with us. Uh, team bonding. We're doing a team bonding activity after this, actually. So I'm gonna hop over there. Um, but you know, he, do you know what's going on? He got, he's got to get over there quick because yeah. he, he got to go defend his name. I got to win some games. We're okay. Playing, we're playing Super Smash Bros. So, okay. so I didn't know this. Like I didn't know this. We had a meeting today before practice, and I did not know that you were the reigning Super Mario's champ, Smash Brothers champ. I'm the champ right now. You know, so got to got to go over there. So it was you and Trev. Yeah. And who you guys talking smack to? Uh, we were talking smack to Dawson and Dallin. Dawson and Dallin. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's <laughs> They've right. tried to beat us like 100 times. <laughs> so far, they might have beaten us one time. So, Coach, so, what? so if you guys want to sneak over there, the guys are actually playing on the Jumbotron. So at the Marriott Center. On the yeah. Jumbotron at the Marriott Center. Say, well, we'll just come on over after. Yeah. You're all invited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get your perspective, Coach, on Noah year one to year two. Um, well, should I be honest? Be honest, Coach. <laughs> so, um, I've said this, I said this already earlier, um, but Noah came here, and I think Noah came here and was like, I don't know, like, this place is just what it is, and this team is kind of what it is. And then um, over the course of the spring and the summer, he made unbelievable commitments um, to be more focused in his life. And he went from being one of the guys to being one of the most driven, focused guys uh, on our team. And it's been, it's been awesome. Like, it's unbelievable to watch. Like, um, we talk about this all the time, but what's inspiring is to see guys grow. Their trajectory is actually more important to us than their current level. And Noah's trajectory right now is insane. What he's doing is super cool. And I'll even say it, because I'm not worried about his head getting too big. <laughs> it's awesome. You are at a place that has taken in uh, players uh, from different countries, different cultures, and they're kind of a melting pot in this locker room right now. How cool is that to be part of a team that's not just all of one thing, you're a bunch of different things? Yeah, no, it's really cool. We have guys from all over the world, like Ali, uh, Tiki, they come from Africa, me, New York, a lot of people from Provo, Washington, everything like that, so it's awesome. Like, just having that in a locker room, uh, I feel like a lot of locker rooms don't have that, so it's cool. How about the bond among the bigs? How would you describe that? Uh, <laughs> we're super close. 
me, Ali, Foo, Sanatiki, like, we're joking all the time during practice, warm-ups, stuff like that. Like, I love playing with Ali, best pass, passer in the country, 100%. Um, but, yeah, we're just really close. Did you, did you know what you were in for when Ali joined the program? And how long did it take for you to realize this guy's a little, a little different? Uh, nah, I realized pretty quick. When he, <laughs> he gets so crazy, like, behind-the-back passes in practice, I'm like, hold up. Like, Who is this guy? Um, yeah, so during right when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, he's special. Um, so it was, it's been cool. I mean, how about you? you scouted Ali, so you knew yeah. what you were getting, I think, a little bit. Yeah. But it was kind of fun to see how it actually turned out on the floor when you got him in. Yeah, well, you, just, you just always wonder if it's going to translate. And yeah. it's, been, it's been really fun to translate. And he's actually, um, you know, Ali makes our guys better, and our guys make Ali better. Um, because he's got guys to pass to, and he's got unbelievable space on the floor. Because everybody is chasing every single one of our guys around, because uh, because everybody's making shots, and uh, it's 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 really a magical union. It's been pretty fun. No, I mentioned in the open how all your numbers have gotten better from one year to the next here at BYU. What did you focus most on, and what's maybe the most uh, the improvement you're most proud of or happy with from last year to this year? Protecting the ball. <laughs> we talked about that all the time. All the time. That's my guy. Right? Protecting the ball. Number one assist to turnover team in the country right now is BYU. Yeah. And Noah's like a 6% uh, turnover percentage, give or take, um, which, is, which is in the top three on the team right now. Um, and then if I could brag about Noah, too, um, he's probably in a lot of games he's become – he went from being a very pedestrian defender – uh, last year, statistically in some numbers, to be in like elite level this year. Um, in fact, I go back to the North Carolina State game, and we had a guard that was running wild that we could not contain. And so we actually switched Noah on to him and said, Noah, you go take care of this. It's elite level combo guard. And Noah shut him down. Like Noah's defensive um, contribution to our team has been, it's been incredible. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to build a bright future for him. It's pretty cool. Noah, your take on the Big 12 grind that's about to start on Saturday. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait for the game uh, on Saturday. Like, I've been waiting for the Big 12. Uh, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a grind. Everybody knows that. But I think if we're just us, like, we're going to surprise a lot of people. And it's, it's just going to be a great season. How about the support of Cougar Nation? Uh, you, you, got a, you got a Wyoming team in this past Saturday. Uh, night before New Year's Eve, students are still out and 18,000 people in the building. Yeah, it was crazy to me. Before the game, like, I'm on Instagram scrolling and I look and it's like sold out. I'm like, sold out. I'm thinking, ah, maybe this is a Cincinnati game. Like, maybe they messed up, like, the Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk in there and I'm looking around. I'm like, wow, like, Cougar Nation is really legit. Best fan base in the country. And I'll keep saying that. I'm worried about the student section because I think everybody gobbled up their seats, man. That's what I <laughs> We got to get a student section back in there somehow. Maybe we have them sit in the aisles. We got to figure something out. You have some more big nights to come, but when you go back home or whatever it's going to be in the future, what are you going to say about, I got to play in the Marriott Center and it was like this? What would you say? Uh, I would say I got to play in the Marriott Center and it's one of a kind. Like, that's what I'm going to tell everybody back home. Uh, I've been telling all my brothers and sisters, like, yo, you got to come out just to see it. Like, it's crazy. Like, the fans and everything, like, it's a special place. We hope there will be a lot of special nights to come as Big 12 play gets underway. Let's take a break, and when we do come back, we'll have some fun and games with Coach Pope and Noah when BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues. Stay with us. This is like the big city compared to Savannah. All right. <laughs> 
Welcome back to BYU Basketball. Mark Pope presented by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. It's time for game night here on the program. Tonight, we're going back to headphone challenge. Headphone challenge. Do you guys know how this works? You heard about it? Noah, are you pretty yeah, good with this? Of, I'm excited okay, to see uh, headphone challenge. We put on the set of headphones on either Noah or the coach, uh, and they'll be hearing uh, Hema's playlist uh, in the headphones at a nice, uh, robust level. Um, so you can't hear the other person speak. The other person will then give you a phrase or words, and you're supposed to guess what they're saying. It's headphone uh, challenge. And we'll tell you right now that all these words or phrases have something to do with either you or BYU basketball. Nice. Okay, so uh, we're going to put the headphone on Noah first. This is going to be okay. just like playing in the Marriott Center. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> Lock in, okay. coach. Yeah. Okay, so he's got the headphones on. Hema's got his playlist ready to roll. Uh, it's probably pretty much uh, soft folk music, I think, is what Hema will be going with. Um, and then, uh, coach, I will tell you the phrase. Big 12. Oh, okay. Great, yes. All right, All right uh, coach, go ahead. Big 12. Yeah, yeah. big 12. <laughs> that was very good. Okay, pop the headset on. Uh, your turn? Yeah, bring it. Okay. All right. He's going to go for rise and shout. Got it? Okay. Rise and shout. Say it again. <laughs> Wait, say it one more time. Rise and shout. <laughs> Come right, on, so coach. this whole New York accent, man, is killing me. <laughs> Rise and shout. He got it. Here we go. Here we go coach. All right, headset back to Noah. All right, headphones on. Music still going. Okay. Oh. Oh. oh this one's hard? This one's hard. Right. Empire State. All right, give it to me one more time. <laughs> Empire State. Empire State. Get better. <laughs> Am I close? No, 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 no. no. Empire State. Oh, this one's tough. Yeah, it's hard. This hard. <laughs> I don't know. You'll never guess it. This one. I don't know. Right. Well, give it one, one more crack. One more crack, then we'll give you a hint. All right. Okay. Empire State. Coach, you're losing me. <laughs> okay, hint. Here's a hint. We'll give you one hit. It has to do with New York. From New York? Oh, all right. The city? I'm thinking about a uh, little Jay-Z. Of mind. Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Coach, I don't know. Empire State. He's not you from lost the city. Oh, well, one, from one, the more city. Hint, one more hint. One more hint. New York nickname. New York nickname? Yeah. Yeah. All right, look at me. It's a nickname for New York. Oh, all right, I bet. Empire State. Your lips aren't doing this. <laughs> okay. Talking about the Big Apple? No. Can you no. tell them? Just yeah, tell them. Empire State. Empire State. Oh, that's that's, that's hard. hard. That's hard. That is hard. From New York. That's hard, man. That's hard. Everyone else calls it that, but they, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Cougar tail. Cougar tail. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I like this one. <laughs> you ready? Cougar tail. Georgetown. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Ready? Cougar tail. Come on, lock Save. in, coach. Lock in. You ready? 
Wait, what? You gotta lock in. I am, I'm trying. All right. <laughs> Cougar, tail. Noah? Nope. <laughs> nope. One more time. Cougar, tail. <laughs> Cougar tail. Yes! Let's right. go, baby. <laughs> yes. You know what? That's funny. Like, I just gotta, like, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, I'm good. Headset back on Noah. That's good. That's yeah, good. Okay. okay. I think they're turning it down for you, though. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's his mom's name. Kim Waterman. Oh, boy. You better get this. <laughs> it's easy. Take your headphones off. You better get this or you're gonna be in big trouble. <laughs> Rebound. All right, ready? <laughs> This is about you. Kim Waterman. Waterman. Good. Last name Waterman. Kim. Noah. Nope. <laughs> Kim. Kimberly. Last name Waterman. Yeah. First name Kim. Greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Mom Waterman. Yes. Mom there you go. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He was giving you Kim. I was he was giving you Kim Waterman. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, headset back on. Last coach. one, last one. Okay, here last one. Here we go. All right. Oh, all right. You ready? Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer Fredette. There we go. Wow. That's nice. Good job, both of you. It was nicely done. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll have social media questions for Coach and Noah and BYU Basketball with Mark Pope continues. Back after this. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is presented by Siegfried & Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. OctoHealth. Decode your DNA, design your destiny. And Ken Garth, we hear you. There you go. All right, welcome back to BYU Basketball. Let's get to uh, our first Q&A portion of the, uh, of the, uh, the show. We've got... Uh, Q&A brought to you by Ken Garf. We hear you. Uh, Hema, producer Hema, sometimes get his, gets his first question in ahead of the crowd. Uh, Hema's question is for you, Noah. All right. uh, he says, I appreciate your hair game over the years. <laughs> Any plans in the new year to unveil a new hairstyle? Take us through these looks. Ooh, we, right, the first one is bad. The first one's real bad. That's my high school look. I just grew on my hair. Uh, and then the cornrows are my favorite. Personally, Detroit I, Mercy's I've, fire. I've been trying to get Coach Pope Ooh. to get the cornrows, but he's not, he's not really feeling Next year, it. if Noah comes back next year, I'm going cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my, my hairstyles have kind of went all over the place, but, you know, we never know what's going to happen next week. I might, I might pull something out of the bag. As I recall, when you, went, when you got to Vegas, it was a little tighter. You, you kind of, it was almost buzzed in Vegas, wasn't it? It was. Ellen? I called the Coach Pope. Yep. There you go. Yeah. And you, 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 you've grown it out since. By the way, just for the record, I like that look. And you know, <laughs> I think I'm partial to it as well. You know, so. when Noah rolled with the Coach Pope in Vegas, he was the MVP. Oh, uh, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. So there is that. Uh, Coach, a question from at Minty Buck for Noah. Uh, Noah, why do you think you've made such a big leap this season from last season? Uh, just staying in the gym, really. Uh, a lot of hard work this summer, uh, like I was saying before. Uh, if you just stay dedicated to what you love, like, the results are going to come. Sometimes it takes time, but uh, as you can see this, this year, like, 
the results would come. Noah Waterman in the spring, right after the season, was in the gym how many times a day, Noah? Uh, like three. Three mm -hmm. times a day. It was pretty incredible, guys. It was actually awesome. Hard work pays, baby. Uh, definitely. One of our fans in the stands, Sarah, has a question for Noah. Noah, what's your biggest goal for your final year as a player in Provo? Uh, my biggest goal? Uh, I want to go to the NCAA tournament, obviously. There we go. Uh, and go on a run there. So that's, that's my goal. Never went to the NCAA tournament. But this year is our year, coach. It's cool. By the way, is this your final like, eligibility? Like, is this it for you, or do we know? Um, we, 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 we think there's a significant chance that he's going to get another shot at this. Yeah. So we'll wow. see. So. Okay. Well, uh, hey, as long as you can stay here, we'll have you by, by all means. Uh, last question uh, coming in from Nick on social media for Noah. Uh, Noah, how would you sell BYU for the, quote, non-typical recruit, and how has BYU given you the opportunities you're looking for maybe outside of basketball? Uh, so I would tell him to just come out and visit here. Uh, that's what happened with me. I came out of visit here and I realized it's a special place. Talked to a lot of the coaches, uh, the teammates, and uh, that really what like drew me in because it's not a typical place, like you said. Uh, but really just come here and see what it's really all about. Uh, and they're going to really change their mind. Coach, uh, the job that you and your staff do with recruits is, is exemplary, but how important are players who are already here in helping recruits understand what they're going to be? Players in? recruit players. I mean, that's just is the way it is. And, and, um, and so that's really important. And, and not just like coming on an official visit, interacting with guys, but right now there are kids that are watching Noah Waterman it's like, that are thinking, I want to go play like that someday. I want to be like that guy someday. And that's the most powerful recruiting tool you have at a university is, is guys coming out and having unbelievable, building unbelievable lives and basketball careers for themselves. That's what Noah's doing. Since Noah brought it up, uh, the NCAA tournament, how much is it driving what this team's about right now? Well, that's our goal. I mean, you know, it's every team's goal. Every, every team in college basketball is trying to get there and, and, and win games. And so um, that will always be, uh, you know, in the, in the top line of, of the team's goals. The Big 12 helps you get there if you can be good in this conference because it's the best league in the, in, in the, in the country right now. If you win in the Big 12, you're pretty good. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> By the way, I think I, I saw a breakdown where I think it was the ESPN strength of record or strength of schedule remaining, and, and the top 14 strengths of schedule were the 14 teams in the Big 12 the rest of the way, Yeah, which amazing. says all you need to know about this thing. All right, uh, now for this week's And One trivia question. Question, how many Big 12 teams is BYU facing for the first time all time this season? That is our question. The answer is coming up next. Anyone that's BYU basketball with Mark Pope. Basketball with Mark Pope. Here's our and one trivia question for this week. How many Big 12 teams is BYU facing for the first time all time? Coach Pope got this during the break. The answer here is UCF. That's the only team BYU's not faced historically. Cincinnati, in fact, BYU's faced uh, three times before. This will be time number four on Saturday. Uh, back with Noah Waterman and Coach Mark Pope. Uh, I think it was during one of our breaks. Uh, you talked about the fact that your family, your siblings, are less into sports and more into what? Uh, music. Music. You're a musical family. A musical family. And you're a musical guy. And then someone asked, what do you play? And you listed like 11 instruments. So, <laughs> so <laughs> what do you like to play most? Uh, probably the drums. That's what I like grew up playing since I was probably like, I don't know, six. Like I played the drums. So that's definitely my favorite one. Do you have like a top three list of favorite drummers? Ah, are you all not. over the place? Uh, Ringo Starr. Yeah. Probably wow. just good way, no, good way to start. Yeah. Uh, so Ringo Starr, who else? Oh. That's really who I like listening okay. to growing up. So. Wow. Yeah. 
No, he, and that, in fact, there, there, there's, there are a lot of great videos out there of the great modern drummers talking about what an influence Ringo was on theirs. Like, his is a pretty basic style, yeah. but yet inventive at the same time. That's a great place to go. I love that. You guys have some songs on Apple Music, right? Yeah, some songs. What, what, what is it? Tell me what the, the, the name is. So it's, on, it's under my brother's name. So Josiah Waterman, if you go up there, you can hear some of our, like, music. And what, what are, you, are you in it? Uh, I play the drums here and there. And okay. It, I'm, a, I'm a guest out. star. Like, what is it, Spotify? Is it, what is uh, it? Apple Music Apple or Spotify, Music. yeah. Josiah Waterman. Josiah, Josiah Waterman. Waterman, check it out. And you'll check be involved in somewhere in there. Yeah, I'll, you hear a little percussion. All right. <laughs> Let's get to uh, Know the Foe for Saturday, presented by Octo Health. Decode your DNA, design your destiny. It is BYU and Cincinnati Cougars and the Bearcats. Bearcats have won three in a row. BYU's won four in a row. Uh, if you look at the rebound margin numbers, uh, it's one way to look at uh, who gets after it on the glass. Mark, uh, Coach Pope, BYU's number one and Cincinnati's number two yeah. right now in rebound. You already mentioned the defensive rebound percentage for Cincy's way up there. Uh, these are two really good rebounding teams yeah. going head to head. Huge point of emphasis for both teams. Um, and for reasons you might not imagine, um, it, it, for both teams, it fits into the, the rest of their game so well. It's not just a kind of beginning and end on the glass. And so it's, it's, it's very important for both teams to function and so it's going to be a great battle on the glass as well as in a bunch of other areas of the game. And they've missed Aziz Bandego the last three games. We expect that he tries to get back and playing on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, he's good to go. And um, you know, their front line is incredible. they got a great backcourt. Yeah. Welcome to the Big 12. Let's yeah, go. Indeed. Uh, here's the broadcast schedule for the game on Saturday. It'll be on ESPN2. Uh, late game of the seven Big 12 games on Saturday. This will be the latest to start on Saturday. And by the way, in the Big 12, every team plays every Saturday. No weekend buys in this league. All the buys happen during the week. So Saturdays are jam-packed every week. This is the last of seven games, ESPN2. And then Mark and I will have the call on BYU Radio. All right, we'd like to wrap up our show, the little segment we have called for some time now. We call it What Happened? Because we want to know what happened. And uh, we're actually switching sports for this one. Uh, did, you, did you catch the Pop-Tart from the Pop-Tart Bowl? So football season, I know coaches uh, totally focused on basketball. It was the Pop-Tart Bowl. The Big 12's tied in. This is the mascot of the Pop. This is viral. And, then, and this is an edible. It becomes an edible mascot at the end. He goes into the toaster, uh, and he emerges as an edible mascot and he was devoured by the winning team. This was truly the moment of last week. Here comes the mascot, and then it was time to get after it. And just actually, just go ahead and eat the mascot. That's what happened in the world of college football this, this past week. That's what happened. Noah, did you see this? Uh, I did not see this. this is, is the first is time. Is punking us right now? That's a real thing. It's a real thing? It's a real thing. It was a big deal. Wow. And it was a Big 12-affiliated bowl game, too. So that awesome. Maybe someday BYU ends up in the Pop-Tarts. First of all, I love Pop-Tarts. Do you like Pop-Tarts? I love them, yeah. I mean, Pop-Tarts like the great American food. And Pop-Tart got a lot of advertising out of this past week because of that. That was what happened. All right. Uh, hey, folks, thank you for all being here. Yeah. Great crowd. Noah, Coach, thank you. We'll do it again next week. Have a great week. See you. Go Cougs.